Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, I think this is the fourth episode with your boys from the I Paper Trolls podcast. Huh? I thought we stopped naming episodes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Numbering. This is the, you'll be one of, them. Yeah, one of those ones, <laughs> you know, um, back with your boys and uh, today's going to be a, it's going to be a nice little interesting one, we'll be talking about sacrifice, not only just the the word itself but also how it's evolved and how it's talked about and how it's showcased within literature and our daily lives as well um, but before we kind of get into that how you been just All a little right. creative health checkup yeah yes or check-in uh, i'd say my my aesthetic productivity just been just been yes. on the decline recently the decline yeah, yeah man the can't lie man the, the job's been grinding me down oh, <laughs> the yeah. job's been grinding me down yeah i ain't picked up anything creatively mm. for some time even consuming content but do you think that you think you kind of level it to having to have an output or do you think just i'm talking about consuming? even like even thinking about creating things and even consuming content i'm not really yeah. like, consuming them much i'm just yeah yeah since since the last episode <laughs> i don't know what, what order this will come in from the last one but yeah, yeah. i feel like like i started january strong yeah and I don't think I feel like because I'm I'm still in the same job as I, I was already mm. and like the nature of the job I don't really have a good routine yeah because of like the uncool work yeah. I do so like yeah I feel like I've been in a bit of a rut and I'm every every week I'm trying to like just bounce out of it and, yeah and it just drags me back in man it's just like a yeah it's a bit of a struggle I can't lie but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still trying like I've been working on a friend's website um so using using low code tools. Mm. Um, so like if you're a designer or someone who's interested in design like it's surprisingly easy to get into like something like Webflow so like yeah. you can build websites pretty easily um, and it actually like it tickles the itch a little bit yeah, like yeah. a little bit like it, it tickles the itch a bit because like when I'm like looking for work or whatever it's a lot easier to find more website work than, than mm. design work so but right now that is because like, pe- like people need people websites, need websites more, yeah. funnily enough they like I is heard, it all like new people starting new stuff or is it kind of pretty like much, people like, that pretty much everyone it, needs a website right yeah. so yeah but what you call it my, what, funny enough like one of our friends like Shraib yeah mm. uh, he tweeted something about uh, like you don't need like uh, you don't need a nice camera to get started in your video editing uh, yeah. uh, videography you don't need this and that and he said you don't need a 300 pound logo to get started I was like what yeah. <laughs> is that considered expensive <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but like in, in this world, is that expensive? Uh, absolutely, that's 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 dirt. Is that like, cheap? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. Like, if, if you got something that's like that you value, yeah. Like, and then you want it to grow big, yeah. Like, you gonna three hundred pounds and say that's it, that's it, that's it done. Mm. That's my logo for the rest of whatever how long I want yeah, it to rebrand. Yeah. And then furthermore, from the graphic design designer's perspective yeah. you're paying for their skills their expertise their knowledge yeah. their their creative direction their know-how their know-how Absolutely. like they're trying to pay bills like mm. 300 pounds is gonna cut you know how long it'll take to make a nice logo mm. uh, a lot longer than 300 pounds will last yeah, you in the streets yeah, yeah. bro that's a fair point I mean I think I just that's just from I guess it yeah, 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 standpoint. Nah, I, I, I feel like want... I feel like so like one thing I want to do so, so uh, at some point in the future, I want to get back into my old YouTube channel, The Blueprint. Yeah. So like, I want to do, I want to like do clips on education of like how you value creators and how to speak to them because yeah. I feel like just generally people just don't know how to speak to. Yeah, them. No, absolutely. Sacrifices. You want to talk about that? Absolutely. Talk about sacrifices, and I wanted to start off with a fantastic quote 
mm-hmm. by a special lady. Okay. Which goes, one life is all we have, and we live it as we believe in living it. But to sacrifice what you are and to live without belief, that is a fate more terrible than dying. You know who that was by? Dummy. Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, she also had a kind of crazy life as well. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah, she had a she had a wild. She was on the whole premise that she was. There was a prophecy that a virgin woman would come to save France, and she was like, "Well, who else is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's me." <laughs> and then uh, you know That's what? I belief. think people back in the day, I think without Twitter, they just believe stuff more. You know what I mean? So they what? were like, "You think it's, it's purely the advent of Twitter?" Nah, yeah, yeah. I know there'll be a hater. Like, okay, you know what I mean? But back well, of then, of course they had the haters. Then, yeah, they had haters. They tried to kill her off, but she had the army. But she kept yeah, winning. That's, that's a real hater, bro. Yeah. <laughs> No, but she had the army. She kept winning it. So these guys were like, what is going on here, bro? Yeah, yeah. And then um, then she goes to the thing and then eventually they, they called her of heresy and like claiming something that is and witchcraft and yeah, all this kind of thing. You know, she was like, come on, bro. I just, this is nothing but divinity. <laughs> you know? Witchcraft got thrown yeah. around in them days, boy. Yeah, witchcraft. And then after she got, she got burnt to the stake. But before that journey. Haters, bro. Haters, bro. They... <laughs> It's a lot harsher than, than Twitter. Yeah, ones I can't like. The Twitter ones are a lot nicer, to be fair, when you consider that. But um, so the actual before I ask you what you know sacrifice means to you, mm-hmm. I wanted to just quickly clarify for the audience that even though they know probably the definition of sacrifice in a dictionary it says to give something up, um, something of value for the sake of uh, other considerations. Also is an act of slaughtering an animal or person or surrendering a possession as an offering to a deity. So that's how they've kind of described it. But how would you say, or what would you say sacrifice means to you? And giving up your your time, your health, mm. your being for the purpose of a greater good mm. or, some, or, or somebody you love. That's yeah. what I'd say. Keeping it short and sweet. Tell you what, mate, that was a cracker yeah, thing. Oh, you want to change? Is, you want to change, change the dictionary? dictionary. <laughs> Maybe we should review the dictionary. Yeah, no, because uh, um, I think essentially, I, would, I mean, I would say it the same way that you kind of did. I think it's for me, it's kind of that giving up of something, um, but in the in the moment that that thing is very very valuable to you mm-hmm. that's what i feel like uh sacrifice that's nice as well. yeah yeah that that is um but when it comes to like movies when it comes to shows when it comes to books and all that kind of stuff i feel like a lot of the stuff that is kind of remembered are sacrifices that are either in the show or around it and i just kind of wanted to know what would you say for you that you've seen in a movie is like the favorite your favorite scene of like sacrifice or build up to one you know when you say scene i really struggle like not when even when you ask me for like, like a storyline or like a story that so you feel like some this, reason like snape from harry potter stuck yeah, in my head you no know, absolutely <laughs> i don't know no but i don't know why that was the first one that came to my head mm. so like i was thinking about other ones but then i really i, I really struggled to find like meaningful ones yeah but it's like there's also like in fiction the trope of the sacrifice in main character yeah is just like 
classic plot route yeah. for like uh, emotional heartfelt scene yeah like uh, like i am legend for example at the end he blows himself up with the zombies mm. and all that stuff yeah like in the movie yeah in the movie in the book he doesn't yeah, 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 in the movie, um, but yeah, it's kind of that's the thing. It's also kind of a, a writing trope as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's actually like it can be an easy way out mm. of like a convoluted plot sometimes. Yeah. Especially if there's like if there's life and death that that that, that really um, is the focal point of of some of these stories. Mm. You just have the main character sacrifice themselves. <laughs> yeah, there's an easy way out, you know. No, no, of course, of course. So I kind of struggled, but with Snape. Yeah, I feel like so. Why was Snape on is kind of different because that he for, wasn't the main for, character, or because for like for the first f- five books, like he was just portrayed as as one of the villains in it. To be fair, first six books, first six books, yeah. but like but and then t- the last couple of books when they they literally go <laughs> going back and like explaining bit by bit like how he like he was sacrificing himself from the jump in it, mm. yeah. Even though he was a bit of a shady guy in the beginning yeah, as well, yeah, like yeah. he was definitely here before. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's the funny thing as well. Like in the films, the way um, Rickman portrayed him is yeah. just hilarious. Like the first, I think it was the first film where the Quidditch ball was hitting up Harry Potter, like, like, yeah. like and then, and then so, look, my mind has got binoculars and she's like, yo, Snape. <laughs> oh, <okay, laughs> I see him. Yeah. <laughs> and Snape's like, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's what, like we see that, we're like, yo, that, he definitely did yeah, it. Yeah, he's a hater, this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a hater. And it's the vim that he would give the characters every time. They're mm. like, yo, like, like I saw you guys walking out of the classroom early, yeah. hundred points with Gryffindor, like yeah, and all that stuff. But later on, like you, you see the sacrifice, and some might say he's a bit of a simp. Mm. No, no, absolutely <laughs> was. The hell but, would you do that? However, uh, absolutely not. Uh, would you save the girl that you could have, that you always wanted, but, didn't get, but and her children? Yeah, maybe like maybe initiate with that. Mm. But then I feel like maybe at some point he. Like from my uh, portrayal, like he got so deep into the, yeah. the double agent vibe that like he started believing in it himself. Mm. Like if, if he's that deep in it, at some point you gotta be like, yeah, yo, nah, yeah, I gotta yeah, ride yeah, out right, to the end, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna make sure that everyone's good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like he did. Trolling that. aside, he knew what the bigger picture was that, yeah. that needed to happen. Like because like in in the concept of if you're in that world, yeah, uh, like Voldemort's like Voldemort's meant to be like the most powerful guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're like sneaking around behind his back all the time, like consistently. Yeah. Like you're basically you're, you're putting your life down on the line more than anyone else anyone, in the whole, yeah, in the the whole world. Yeah. And then the fact that even like Dumbledore, like there's there's a point where he's like, "You disgust me to Snape." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he knows, like like basically no one rates him. He's yeah. like, so he's like, he's lived his whole life with no one rating him. Basically, mm. like imagine you just like live your whole life. Nah, it's, it's, it's That's the other aspect of it. Like, was, but to be the fair, other the, main the reason why as well he said that was kind of because he said like, "Yo, like." Uh, I don't mind the, if the I don't care if boy the child dies. Yeah. <laughs> just save the woman. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I, I heard that, innit? but but the fact that like like sacrifice the mm. sacrifice of like, giving something up valuable, yeah. but then the sacrifice of giving up something valuable while no one likes you. Yeah, yeah. Until after your death. That's wild. When you think about it like that, yeah. like yeah, that's why I really no yeah, yeah, yeah that's like where the story. The respect there. comes from you know what I mean. Yeah, the fact exactly. that he didn't get his. Um, Vindication until yeah? after he died, yeah. and like that's the that's the ultimate sacrifice, man. yeah. Because you can people a lot of the time in these um popular fiction shows get their props while they're alive, while they're alive, yeah. So, like, that's the funny thing. Like, some people like criticize JK Rowling's writing and stuff, mm. like, some sometimes being a bit too general or a bit too childish, sometimes yeah. I heard, but 
yeah, when you think about some of the deeper plots, mm. like they're, they're actually very well written in my opinion. Mm, yeah, nah, so, like, yeah, that's definitely like that's my number one thing that I just yeah, yeah, that's the first sacrifice I kind of did. I feel like I had a, a follow up to kind of that. That was uh... nah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll remember it. I'll remember it later. What about you? Um, I think well, I've I've got I've got one big one, um, but I'd say I've got a couple honorable mentions. Right. Okay. Well, number Shoot one, the quickly, then. number one is uh, Achilles. Achilles. Um, even though it wasn't like a great sacrifice, but it was just the idea of because um, he was given a choice between to live uh, a um, normal life with his family and kids a, and all that mortal. kind of stuff, or yeah, he would get glory, but he would die in this in this Trojan War, mm-hmm. and then uh, he basically chose that um, that route instead, um, which I was kind of like, oh, wow, this is kind of kind of interesting you know what i mean um the second one uh was a a line that um i that was in lord of the rings actually was by frodo where he goes i tried to save the shire and it has been saved but not for me because his whole reason why he left out was to protect the people that he was from and destroy this ring and then by the end of it he couldn't even go back to it because of he got stabbed by that guy he had to go to the other land and yeah, yeah. whatever have you so he did it for them, and and in 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 some ways they they didn't really know what he was doing for them until yeah. you know the end. But I think my one here has to go for the the Lord of the Rings again. But Gandalf, nah, nah, nah. So this one here, I have to explain it as though as though the guys from the end, you know. So you've got Aragorn, yeah. right? Who at this point in time has basically recaptured his main place of of gondor right but before he can settle down you know with his wife and this and that he's he's got the he's got basically the prettiest wife as well her eyes like sparkle and everything you know (laughs) he's got one of those girls and he and she's waiting for him and you know everything's all nice and cushy but then before all of that he goes now we've got to back our boy who is in behind enemy lines inside that that place because he needs to dash the ring and then he's um He's like, what we need is like a little quick excursion. You know what I mean? We don't even need the big army. Just get the little guys in pedal bikes. We go there and just distract the main enemy until the little one can dash it in, right? So he goes over there and whatnot. And before the fighting even starts, yeah, the the enemy lines, they open the door, mm-hmm. right? And then the biggest op comes out. Well, the second biggest. And he comes out and then he's carrying... The main guy that they were doing his whole things for, his like shirt thing that he was known for wearing. So it's like, you go there and come, come get your chains. Yeah, no, not even that. Your what? your your best friend's Canada goose is there, <laughs> and you know it's your best friend's because he's got a match stain, and you know this yeah, guy damn. likes bubble tea, so it's his. There's damn, no damn. Bubble tea wearing Canada you know goose I mean? guy. Yeah. Because you could have bought another Canada Goose. It, it's like, ah, that's someone else's. But when you see the Matches stain, then you know who it belongs to. Matches stain, you know I, I ain't a serious guy, but I let him go. Yeah, exactly. But so you're like, oh, damn. So if they've got his Canada Goose, and you yeah. know he doesn't go anywhere without it, then they've got him. And then they say, oh, yeah, and this guy, he's been killed. We've absolutely chefed him up. He's, he's done. So now Aragorn's in that position where it's like, okay, so what the hell was the whole point of all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, so he could go back theoretically and go to his yard, but he's thinking, what's the point of it all? You know, they're, they're gonna come anyway. You know what I mean? Mister mm-hmm. now and his chance to be with his wife and 
you know, reclaim his lands and all of that kind of stuff. And he's just with his boys and then they go, you know what? Bun it. Let's just fight for let's just fight for, for Frodo, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that's when that whole, you know, for Frodo thing and then he runs into the and then I was like, yo, that is Nothing short of what I expect from my guys. <laughs> listen, bro. They take your kind of the goose and it's got Manchester on it. That's why. Listen, if, if, even if you know that they've deaded me off in that up block, <laughs> I'm expecting I you to ride in me, there. Bro. I'm doing a solo podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's why. You know what I mean? So it's, it was like um, the fact that it was essentially that they would have fought for nothing because Frodo's dead mm. and, and the whole reason why they went there is, is is in vain. But the fact that they were still willing to fight for him to to the end because he was their friend. As a collective, like that's a huge As thing. a collective. That's that's even Gandalf being like, I guess it is what it is, you know, we're just yeah. beefing right now, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I was like, yo, that that there as a kid. I can't tell, take Gandalf seriously though. Moved me, huh? Why? Uh, is uh, it the uh, long uh, stick? Nah, man, not. Well, is that is the idea that sometimes he's got power and then sometimes he can't do <laughs> can't do anything? It's like, yeah, it's like no, but there's only so much you can do. Why? You know what I mean? He's uh, meant to be some all powerful being, you know. He's, all, he he's a bloody wizard. He is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes, yo, he wants to beef a giant fire demon. Yeah, and then sometimes true. he's like, you must walk the road of the solemn man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Gandalf, he just picks and chooses his moments, like. And you know is because um. He likes to just... He's a busybody. Yeah, maybe he's an introvert. Nah, he's an introvert. <laughs> Gandalf. Nah, nah. Had enough of the party. He's a, he's a busybody. He calm down a bit, you know? He's one of those guys that just wants to pop out at every party. Wants to be with everyone, you know what I mean? And that's what even the... Uh, he the spreads himself other guy, Sarah, man, he, he cooks him for that. Yeah. And he's like... Essentially, he's like, yo, why are you everywhere? <laughs> why are you meddling with everyone's affairs? You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, of course that's what the villain would say <laughs> yeah that so he's that's why he's just everywhere but uh why why do you feel like um for you that sacrifices in literature or in movies and stuff stuff like that are important the parts where a lot of yeah are important and parts that a lot of people remember yeah like you said like giving up something valuable mm. is is consequence that's what People love the shows and films and books that have the most, like, the strongest consequences mm. for the because because it just drives such an emotional impact. You know, like, yeah. it really touches your heart when you see someone sacrifice themselves for some, something for, for someone or something else. So yeah, I think that that immediately touches the heart. People, especially like if you grow up and then you've seen the sacrifices like people around you have made, maybe your parents, maybe they're yeah. working all the time, but you know, like, yeah, they're doing that for you. Like, yeah. like, and then you see that in a show or a film or whatever. And like, you see like the level of sacrifice that they're doing. Like, you can maybe, resonate. Yeah. Maybe you can resonate a little bit. And I feel like that's, that's why a lot of people would do. And I guess a lot of people also, they like the act of heroism as well. Mm. Like they, they like the act that, they like the fact that maybe they would, um, like if they that someone did that for them, like they would really appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people think that they would sacrifice mm. themselves for for, for the great good. Yeah, I don't know how many would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, there was a uh, actually I forgot what film was called. It had the Elijah Wood guy. Yeah, um, but I remember it was back on like I think it was on a VHS tape. Yeah. And like, as a kid, I couldn't understand it, but I just thought it looked cool. But um. It was, I think, was it Doomsday or something like that? But um, it was 
essentially these guys there's a meteor that's coming to destroy the earth right that's like big enough as like the dinosaur one that's mm -hmm. you know and then um bro they are 12 man people had to people these these people decided you know four of them that they're gonna take the spaceship up into thing because they tried other ways to destroy it didn't yeah, work yeah. so the last result was like fly into it fly into it with a bomb yeah you know and then um there was like four guys that, that decided to do it. it was one girl and two three guys um and i remember for some reason as a kid watching that i was like oh wow this is the ultimate act of yeah. sacrifice <laughs> and at the end when it blows up and you see a shower of like the small little meteor things coming in and it looks amazing but everyone else is watching like oh wow like yo that was done mm -hmm. but in my head i'm like would i would never do that especially i mean i would be the first to put my hand up to <laughs> to try and destroy the, first, yeah. the, the bloody meteor i'll maybe wait and see if you know what I, mean? I mean if i'm the last like if there's last five people on earth <laughs> that man. they have to do it <laughs> i'm waiting for the other four to say maybe you know, so the last You'll be the last man I'll on the I'll be like, someone's got to tell it. Tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Someone's got to tell the story. Yeah? So, I mean, um, I, I mentioned Squid Game in the, one of the episodes that we've done, yeah. uh, the show. And, like, a lot of it is about sacrifices, all people sacrificing with each other. Yeah. But it just, it, it just felt so artificial in that mm. environment because it was like everyone was doing it for money, you know? Yeah. So, everyone was sacrificing themselves, like, like bro, like the strangers, not to not to like people they know. Yeah, and like they're building bonds inside the the, the enclosure, mm. but you don't know if that's gonna be a real bond after. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that person you sacrifice for then gets gets smoked in the next round, all you even did yeah, it for, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Some sacrifices, the thing, so you never futile. know. But also, you never know what what can what can happen. But yeah. I feel like um, for me, sacrifices is uh, especially when it comes to like this kind of stuff and the importance of it mm -hmm. is um especially when you see characters when they reach that kind of fork in the road where they kind of know okay if i take this route it will lead to this but if i take this route it will lead to that mm -hmm. and um that's what i kind of uh resonate in but i resonate not more so with like the grand ones like for example those guys flying into a meteor yeah or harry having to kill himself for everyone else i kind of resonate into more of the the personal ones because sometimes you don't have to do a grand act sometimes you just have to get out of a, a comfort sort of situation mm -hmm. you know sometimes you actually have to it's like i remember in game of thrones there was that line by that blind guy mace the aemon or something and he says to Jon snow he's like um let the you have to kill the boy you know and let the man live you know um so it's kind of um interesting in a sense where harshly you kind of have to like <laughs> you kind of have to like kill the the pathetic part of yourself you know um that's what i've even yeah, come to realize yeah. you know like that that part of yourself that you kind of feel like you, you know you don't have the the courage to do what it takes mm -hmm. um that part of yourself where you feel like you just to crack that level you don't have it um the less ambitious side uh all these kind of other stuff and sometimes it can it can be even moving to a whole different environment for yourself which can be you have to sacrifice you know your friends mm -hmm. even your friends you know sometimes if they're bad friends if they're bad company if they're not doing anything for you you're gonna have to sacrifice that and what that will come with is obviously you being a lot more lonely mm -hmm. um same thing with moving out you know or if it's even a job you know sometimes it could mean you you'd be getting less money um there's always that 
catch that does come with the sacrifice but if that didn't come with it then um you know what i mean it wouldn't make a be as in, uh, it wouldn't be as impactful mm-hmm. you know what i mean if if you sacrifice something you didn't lose nothing for it then that's not really a sacrifice it's mm-hmm. just a loss you know uh, that's what that's what i kind of i kind of resonate with a lot of the a lot of the time it's just kind of um especially when the character has internal sacrifices Mm. that's uh from moving from one situation and then taking yourself to another because to elevate yourself you are gonna have to make crazy sacrifices yeah to dedication time like ronaldo he wouldn't have good food yeah, that's yeah. what even everyone was saying you go to the yard there's nothing nice there no yeah and he's just like but it was his sacrifice to become the best player and he was like if this is gonna stop me from it mm-hmm. then you know but the kind of last part i want to kind of wrap it up on um was if you knew anyone personal or someone in real life that has made sacrifices that you felt like oh wow this is this is big I mean, it's, it's interesting because of the next episode we're going to cover but I, th- I think family family mm. leaving this country like for the for the betterment of yeah. the family um and leaving this environment that we grew up in i think that's that, that that's a huge sacrifice that's resonated with me the last few years like mm. my, my mom's made that decision yeah <laughs> uh, like i feel like it's, it's worked out but um yeah there really is the consequence of, yeah. of not having them around you know all the time but i feel like for them it's, it's a better life for them you know yeah um but yeah that's like something for me definitely personally no absolutely yeah i mean i think for me personally it would be um definitely a story that my mom told me once well i mean now she said it because we're, we're a lot older she didn't say it when we was younger mm-hmm. but um there was a chance when she was she came to this not this country but she came to holland when she was like 18 and then um we had family in the UK and so she went there one time and then she could have gone into like studying yeah. and my mom she just loves to like read and even now she's like learning and stuff like that whether it's the language or different other kind of stuff you know she's like proper into education mm-hmm. so then she had that opportunity as an 18 year old to do it um, and the thing was she left my older brother with my grandma back in Holland and then um she was like, it came to a point where I had to either stay there full time because I couldn't bring, she couldn't bring my brother at the time. Yeah. Or to basically come back and, and to look after him sacrifice and her sacrifice her, her opportunity. opportunities um, mm-hmm. thing. And I was, I was just deep and I was like, sometimes you kind of forget parents had their start, like, you know? Yeah, I feel like. You kind of think that they just started immigrant as they parents, were. Im- a lot of immigrants will, will yeah. massively resonate with like, the sacrifice that their parents it's made. It's crazy and, like, the amount of sacrifices that they yeah. made. Yeah, so like, like, that's definitely like one of the strongest yeah. like, in the world, in real life. Like that's like easily mm. the most impact, like powerful sacrifice that people have made. Like writing off your whole future for your offspring. Yeah. Even now, I don't know if I could do that, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I know I would, but especially something like education that she loves like that. Yeah. To to sacrifice was. Uh, that, that that moved me when when she told me that, um, but she kind of said well, it. She told you that after you're being a bit ungrateful, yeah? Huh? No, no, no. One time it was just salty. We was having a, a deep chat, and yeah, then she, yeah, yeah. but then she told in a very stoic kind of way as well. But mm-hmm. many sacrifices, and sometimes we'll wrap it up on this one, on this point that um, sometimes in life, you know, that's what 
you need to take mm-hmm. you need to take sacrifices you know stuff like this waking up early in the morning to do a podcast <laughs> tell you what mate it's an absolute sacrifice because in the future we'll get somewhere and that's what it is small yes, steps sir. to a bigger future and um yeah with that we would like to say make sure to subscribe follow us on all the podcast stuff it really does help and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one